0: The Iz Robot Stuck at Home Show Hey kids it is me your dude icy robots here in lovely Santa Rosa California it's another day in paradise another day stuck inside the house trying to uh trying to avoid this deadly plague that's that's putting us all at risk i hope that you guys are doing great i hope you guys are being safe man i hope you're wearing a mask when you go out of the house when you go into public i hope that you're staying away from people I hope that you're avoiding touching things and then touching your face. I hope you're washing your hands all the time, using those sanitizers. Dude, this is all avoidable. We just gotta we just gotta be smart. We just gotta stay sharp. We gotta do the things they're asking us to do. It's not a big deal, man. This is this is the easiest sacrifice anybody has ever been asked to make. I hope that I hope that you guys are cool with that, man. I hope that you're doing great. I hope you're doing fine. I hope that you're using the time available to us. To improve yourself, to have a good time, to become smarter, stronger, fitter, more, uh, just more everything. Let's, let's get cooking. Normally on the show, I like to start it off by opening up something that I have purchased on. The, uh, world's biggest marketplace, a place known as eBay. Right here in my hand, I have an envelope. Let's, uh, let's see, is this even like an official envelope? It looks like it's just a bunch of paper that is folded up in the shape of an envelope. At any rate... Let's crack open the Arthur Fonzarelli brand switchblade, crack, and let's cut into this. It is well taped. I don't, I don't mind if people use, uh, things over again. I actually encourage it. I almost, I almost cut myself right there on the throat (laughs) with, uh, with the Arthur Fonzarelli brand switchblade. Let's see. They're using a shopping bag, which is fine. I don't, um, you know, and it's wrapped in paper. Let's see where the bag is from, just as a matter of source. Kroger. We don't have Kroger. Shout out to Kroger, but we don't, um, we don't have them anywhere near us. I think there may be some in California, but nowhere near, uh, nowhere near where I am. Let's, um, let's take a look at these ads. They use newspaper to wrap it. These are Walgreens ads. I haven't been to Walgreens in a quick minute. I do like to go over there though, but, um, let's Let's see what's on sale. Blue Diamond almonds. uh, they got toilet tissue is on sale, water, all the necessary things for survival. Let's see, you can get a bottle of rum for $11.99. Rum-a-dum-dum. Let's, uh, some pills. Nothing, nothing too exciting. Put this into the recycling bin right here next to my garbage can. I got a He-Man garbage can, then right next to that, excuse me, I dropped this on the ground, is my, um... My small paper recycling bin, they they wrapped the uh, item in paper. Let's uh, pop open the Arthur Fonzarelli brand switch, get into here, and see what we got while the getting is still good. Let's roll this out. It is a 1983 G.I. Joe straight arm rock and roll with a broken crotch piece. Here's the gimmick. I got a rock and roll that I have had for years and that I love, but both of his hands are broken. The hands on these old uh, G.I. Joes are very, very brittle, so I decided I wanted to get a new set of arms for my guy Rock and Roll and do an arms transplant, so I looked around for a broken one, and I got this one at a really, really, really reasonable price. I think it was like $8.99, but... The crotch is broken. The thing is, my rock and roll has a perfectly fine crotch. He's all great in that area. Let me, let me tell you, he's all fantastic in the crotch. But, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a transplant later. But I, I also included with this, which is pretty neat, if you ask me, is the original helmet and also the original machine gun. I didn't drop it this time, which is great too. The, the rock and roll that I have has a, uh, he has a uh, replacement machine gun from an accessory pack, and this is the real one. So that's dope. Pretty soon, my rock and roll will be complete. Let's see, um, let's see what the handy dandy GI Joe guide has to tell us about rock and roll. He's want a He's one of the original dudes, dude. He is an OG from the bone. Machine gunner includes machine gun, bipod, and helmet. Rock and roll. Military slang for full automatic setting on a weapon. Was a surfer born in Malibu, California, and he's a bass guitar player in a rock band prior to enlistment. He even sports a beard and a bit of a long haircut. While long hair and beards are not standard army regulations, dress code in special op teams is often inapplicable, allowing members of the G.I. Joe team to change their outfits with impunity. That's that's dope. I've always been a fan of rock and roll. At one point, on the old uh, TRU RPT, I dedicated an entire episode to rock and roll. You can look back and check that out. Let's see, 1982 Hasbro, made in Hong Kong. What a What a delightful figure. Right now, On my G.I. Joe squad, Rock and Roll is a member of, uh, A squad. A squad and B squad. Don't take that as, like, me designating how much I love them, because I love them both. But he is on A squad, where most of the, um, old-school straight arms that I have. The first series of G.I. Joes didn't have the swivel arm battle grip that they added later, in which you could rotate their, uh, their lower arms. So they're, they're referred to as straight arms. I think with the straight arms is the fingers- are very 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 fragile and they break very 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 easily. So, at any rate, Rock and Roll is a member of the first squad. He's up there, and the Machine Gunner for B Squad is a Roadblock. We all know Roadblock. He uh, was played in the movie by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I I'm pretty jazzed on this. I've been trying to get like a whole set of the, uh, straight arms, and I, you know, I have a lot of them, but, uh, like I said, a lot of their fingers break off, like, I wasn't as careful as I would be now, I would try to put their guns in their hands, their hands would break, and I would cry, rock and roll especially has bad hands, like, he's not just, like, missing, like, the thumb, usually, like, the thumb will break off, he's broken off, like, the thumb, all the fingers, and everything, so I'm sorry, I'm sorry to you, this version of rock and roll, but you shall soon lose your arms. But it's kind of, it's kind of cool because I'll have the legs and the torso and the head that I can use in case I ever decide to, like, kit bash together like a, like a different version. That's, that is something that I am into. I've only done it, like, a few times in in the present day, but I, I do have, like, a small pile of, like, broken Joes that I, I have to decide whether I'm going to try to put them back together or if I might just, like, take them apart and make my own Joes out of them. Rock and Roll, I'm really happy to have you in my set. What I what I would do with like my broken my broken finger rock and roll is I would put him on the uh, ram motorcycle and I stick his hands like inside to where the uh to where the grips are and that you can barely 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 tell that he's uh, imperfect. But now you will be perfect. I also have the bipod. The the bipod that holds up his machine gun is a hard to find piece and I have it somewhere in my, um, in my, my, uh, action figure accessories. Let's see, let's see if I can dig it out. Hold on, I'm talking away from the microphone. Shout out to Sean Johnson, who likes it when I do that. Let me, uh, let me pour this out. I think it's in here somewhere. Maybe not this one. Let's, let's look around in here. No, I don't see it in this one. There are a bunch of fun little, uh, guns and stuff in here. Let's put this one back. I have two bins. At one point, one was backpacks. And one was guns. But now they've just kind of, like, gotten all mixed together. It's like a small little Tupperware container. It's not in this one. Must be in the other one. Turning away from the microphone again. Professional professional radio at its finest. I know I have it somewhere. Here it is. Here's the bipod for Rock and Roll's gun. Let's put that on there. It's gonna be... It's gonna be dope. Here it goes. doesn't fit as well. I'm gonna have to squeeze it, I think, a little bit. But, um hold on, there we go, it's in there, so now, now it's all complete together, how great is that, rock and roll, you're reunited with your arms, your bipod, and everything like that, it's really great, this is a great purchase, I got it quite inexpensively, a lot less than I expected, some of the, some of the first series Joes aren't really as pricey as you would think, but, um, that's good for me, dude, good for you, there are certain Joes, I'm turned away again, and I apologize, I'm putting this stuff away, there are There are some first series Joes that are quite, quite, quite expensive. Some not as much, and rock and roll, rock and roll, excuse me, is on the lower. Put this in the recycling bin on the lower end of that. Let's, uh, let's move into the next segment. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, then we're gonna find out what Gina Vega had for lunch yesterday! G.I. Joe against Cobra the enemy. Don't let Cobra Commander get away! G.I. Joe! He's stealing our missiles. Well, get him, rock and roll. Here comes Grand Slam. G.I. fights for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. He's American hero. We saved the missiles. But you gotta get up early to catch Cobra. Cobra Commander and G.I. Joe figures and equipment each sold separately from Hasbro. Work, do Gino Vega everyone. for you? Yesterday, IFR is Gino Vega calling you to let you know what I had for lunch yesterday. And what I had for lunch yesterday was something pretty bizarre um, for what is it? April 2020. I had a mango agogo flavored jamba juice for lunch. Now, under normal times, you know, wouldn't bat an eye at this, but you know, I very rarely lately have been consuming uh, takeout chain restaurant products like this. Probably the first one I've had in quite some time. But uh, Ms. S. had to run out to do some errands in a shopping center, and she was right in front of a jamba juice. They were allowing one person in at a time to place an order, take their order, and leave. So she came home with a Mango Agogo jamba juice, which I proceeded to drink and got some brain freeze while sitting underneath the uh, ceiling fan in my living room. That's what I had for lunch yesterday. Talk to you soon. 75 cents. You are listening to the Stuck at Home Show, your guiding light when the world gets all weird. Big shout out to Gino Vega. You can find him at Sensational Vega on the tweets. He's also on Facebook. Just uh, Google, uh, Facebook, Google. Is that what it is? Anyway, look up Gino Vega. Dude, I I feel you. I like a smoothie, but I don't get one out very much. I I make them at home like all the time. It's like so easy, dude. You just like, I throw in like a banana And then I buy bags of frozen fruit at the grocery store. Even at the Dollar Tree, I get like a bag of peaches, bag of pineapples or whatever. I throw some of those in there, pour in a little orange juice, maybe like a little bit of milk. And I just, I, I let it rip. I drink that for like an afternoon snack, like every day. It's pretty good. It's like getting like two or three servings of fruit all at once. I, I like the, uh, smoothies with peanut butter. When I go out, like, into the, uh, smoothie universe, I usually go to Juice Shack. I do, I do like Jamba Juice, though, but, man, thank you, uh, Gino Vega, for, for letting us, uh, hear what you, what you had for lunch. I keep thinking about, um, brain freeze. I, I fall victim to brain freeze like crazy. Anytime I drink, like, an icy, like a slushy, like a slush puppy, like a frozen daiquiri, anything like that, I get, like, I get the craziest brain freeze, and I, I don't even... I don't even know how I survive each one of these. I get like brain freeze for like a minute at a time when it happens. It seems like it never not ever goes away. Once I'm inflicted, my brain is frozen and it's just like this paralyzing pain. I wanna like I wanna fall on the floor and roll up in a ball and just like and just like croak. But I don't, I persevere, I I feel your pain getting one of those Gino Vega. I wonder how dude's holding up a Napa. I haven't um talked to him in a bit. And he's uh He's kind of falling off the Facebook universe. Dude is doing the proper healthy thing It's spending time with his family. They're all stuck in the house there in Napa. He's, uh, leading them through daily calisthenics, daily, uh, intelligence drills. They... They look at eye charts and they practice their eyesight, I've heard. Then they they have like a daily acupressure section before they go into like their yoga training. Then they move into like martial arts as well as like philosophy and critical thinking. It's very, very organized, very regimented. Over there at Sensational Manor, I I, I can appreciate that. I wish I could get down with that. I'd like to go through one of these specialized uh yoga slash Aikido slash acupressure sessions that I hear him talking about so much. But, uh, that's cool, man. I'm glad he finds time to do all that stuff. In between keeping up on, um, Japanese girl wrestling, he's a big, 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 big fan of Ice Ribbon. Dude is, like, the number one Ice Ribbon fan. He also likes Diana. He likes Stardom. All these off-the-wall Japanese girl wrestling groups. Dude's, dude's a piece of work. Dude is a -a one-of-a-kind. Thank you for Gino Vega. I got, I got a new segment coming up in a sec. It's called the, uh, Icy Robots Garage Comic Shop. I think it I think it should be fun. It's a little shopping trip I took out to the garage, the comic shop that I own and operate myself. All right, take it away. Welcome to the Icy Robots Garage Comic Shop. Hey, it's not a library, kid. Buy something or get out. Hey guys, this is me, and I am here for what is, uh, the first ever IC Robots Garage Comic Shop segment The, uh, the impetus for this is this And I am actually, factually, out in my garage right now The impetus for this is a tale, uh, a tale of boredom I was in the house the other day, and I said to the wife, I said Look, I need some new comics, man, I need some comics to read And she's like, why don't you just go out to that garage of yours where you have, like, ten gigantic boxes of comics and just, like, dig through those, dude. I know a lot of those are stuff you only read one time and then you stuck out there. Just go out there and see what, uh, see what you can find. Man, it's practically a comic shop out there. Her and I, back in the day when we used to, we used to like, hang out and drive around, when, when we would go to a different town, we would, um, I would. I would use the Yellow Pages and I would look for, uh, hold on one sec, the, uh the shopkeep has the tv on here a bit too loud you think you can turn that down buddy you're problem. i i like it when you go into a comic shop and dude has like a tv on playing stuff here is uh he's playing some old episodes of star trek voyager i can i can appreciate that but back when um back when the wife and i were first getting together we would drive around and go to different towns and i would look up comic shops in the yellow pages and we would we would hit him up. So the wife has been to like literally a million. Like a million. And I, I know what literally means. So it's a literally a million comic stores over the course of her life. So And she told me, we've been to so many comic stores that don't even have as many comics as you have out in the garage. So just just quit your whining. Go, go out there and look around for, uh, for whatever you can find. So I decided, you know, that's a good idea. Why don't I do that? And why don't I bring the recorder with me? and turned it into, a, into like a segment of sorts. I'm, I'm looking for like, you know, some real slice of life stuff. So out here in the garage, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight long boxes in the main comic display. And then I have one more on the ground. That is like old Batman and Superman. And then I have one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, like, short boxes that I consider the, uh, the closed stacks. That's books that, like, I want to keep, but I don't necessarily need, uh, up here in the main display. How it works is, like, when I get to the, the point where a box is full, I decide what has to go. And I take it out, and I file it alphabetically over in the, uh, in the closed stacks. But for today's purposes, we're gonna be, like, in the main, uh, moving away from the thing again. We're gonna be in the uh in the main collection here. I have them all alphabetically. I have nice little dividers and stuff. It's it's pretty fun to come out here and look. Let's see, uh let's just start with this one here. This one this one starts with green arrow number fifty-three. This is uh, on the cover, our dude is fighting Solomon Grundy. That seems like. That seems like a mismatch. Let's um, go through here. Some more green arrows. We're gonna decide what I want to take in the house and read. Oh, here's some uh, here's some Harley Quinns. The TV here is going haywire. Hold on. Hey, shop key. can you just can we just turn that down? I don't know what the the deal with that is, but I'm trying to record something here and it keeps foozling out. These are uh these are some old school Harley Quins. Back when the title was written by um uh Carl Kessel. And was drawn by Terry Dodson. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Terry Dodson. I like these. I used to like Harley Quinn like quite a bit. Now, now it seems like the whole world loves her, which is great. I'm happy that she got over. But at one point, I felt like that uh, you know she belonged to comic nerds. Now she belongs to the world. That's great. But these books all have amazing covers, man. Terry Dodson is a great, great artist. As far as you know drawing ladies, but um, I, I don't know if I want to read any of these. I don't know if I want to bring them into the house. They're fun, but I don't know if that's something I could go for right now. Let's see. Hopeless Savages, Incredible Hulk. These Hulks are really good. Let's see. What issues do I have here? These are... This is Incredible Hulk. It starts on 35, 36, 37... I could take these in. They do look... They do look pretty good. Nah. Let's save those for a different day. Here's some Marvel Knights Hulks. These are written by Bruce Jones. Um, not really feeling very Hulky right now. The Human Target. That's pretty good, too. The Human Defense Corps. What is that, I wonder? Some of these I bought Red one time, and then, then I just put them in here, so I don't even remember, like, what they're about. Um, let me... Let me skip to a different box. I'm gonna go halfway up this one and get into M. Do you hear me doing the uh, doing the flippy flip? Mighty Avengers, Moon Knight, that's pretty good. What's this? The Monsters in My Tummy by Roman Durge. I don't know what that is. I bet it's something the wife bought. Here's Moon Knight by Bendis. Oh, that's probably, that's probably pretty good. Let's see, what issues of this do I have? I have three. Four and five. I wonder if I should bring that in. Maybe. Let's take a look at this. We have issues three. It has a bullseye on the cover. Moon Knight versus Bullseye is a pretty good fight. On um, this one, Bullseye is standing on, um, Moon Knight rather, is standing on top of a pillar. That's issue number four. And then this one, it has like a cross cut face where one half is Spider Man and the other half is Wolverine. And then in Spider-Man's eye is reflected Captain America's shield. That's interesting. I think I might take these in. Take a look at these, and then when we do the next runaround of the uh, garage comic shop, I'll let you know what I think. All right, back to the show. Hey, man, uh, how much? Uh, how much for these? These are collectors' items, kid. How about fifty bucks cash? And we don't take Johnny coins. And these can't take the pound. So hard running is. Out you got arthritis in your neck. You've got calcium deposits on most of your joints. So what we'll be calling on is good old-fashioned blunt force trauma. Horsepower. Every time you hit him with his shot, horsepower. Horsepower. It's good old-fashioned blunt force trauma. Horsepower. Horsepower. Heavy-duty, cast-iron, pile-driving, punches. Horsepower. Horsepower. Blunt force trauma. Yeah, let's start building some hurting bombs. All right, it is me, and we are back. I don't know if you can hear that outside the window, but um, the neighbors are getting their yard done right now. But this is like the only time I got to do this, so we're gonna we're gonna have to deal with that. It's gonna have to just be the way that it is. And I don't even I don't even know if you can hear it at all. But he's uh. He's pretty close with the, uh, blower gimmick, that thing that blows the, uh, leaves into the, uh, into the front. But at any rate, let's, uh, let's get into the horse power initiative, the H to the P to the I. Your dude me, that is me, has been working out like a maniac lately, man. I got nothing, like, nothing else to do. I've been in the garage dojo, like, pumping iron, doing bench presses, doing squats with the heavy bag, doing, like, heavy bag flips. I've been over... Over at the Christian school, flipping that tire. I, I got nothing but time lately, man. So I'm just, like, trying to spend as much of it as I can. Getting, like, getting all swole up like my dude Sean over on uh, Facebook. Dude's been riding his bike like 15 miles a day, man. I gotta, I gotta give it up just like uh the nerdy blogger. Like my dude Charles Potomac. Like my dude Esquilito, who I know is missing his gym at work. So uh, I want that homeboy to, like, take the H to the P to the eye and want him to use that energy to like uh work out at his house a bit do some squats do some push-ups do whatever do whatever you can man it's all about staying active and even though like you're just like locked up in the house you can still you can still like crank out some push-ups man you can crank out some squats you can do all kinds of fun things go for a walk i go for like three walks a day over to the poker stop. i go down the street hook a right Cut through the middle school. There it is, the Pokestop, and I I do that like three times a day. I take the dog with me. It's nice, it's nice to get some sun on the face. I make sure to wear my uh, wear my mask. I just pulled it up. I got, I bought myself a new buff. When I was on the eBay, this one's all floral. It's like a nice, it's like a nice aqua blue and yellow. I'm just like, if you're going to wear a mask, you gotta like make it look friendly. I don't want one with like skulls on it. I don't want the Punisher logo. You know, I don't want people to think I'm robbing the place. I want them to, I want them to think I'm a friendly California dude with a nice floral print. What we're going to do today for the HPI, the Horsepower Initiative, I'm going to pull a card out of this deck, two cards rather. And the first one is going to be how many squats. We gotta do. Let's pull, uh, out. We got... This is a good one. It's a four. You can do four squats. We're gonna do four squats, and then this one is gonna be push-ups. I don't like push-ups. I'll do these... I'll do these with you, but I don't... I don't like it. Oh, yuck. This one is a queen, so we're gonna have to do ten push-ups. Let's try to, uh, for this week's Horsepower Initiative, let's try to do two sets of these. We're gonna do four squats, ten push-ups, and then we're gonna stop, we're gonna stop, catch our breath, take a little break, and then we're going to do all over again. It's going to be great. And then we're going to try... Let's try to go for a walk, too. Just go around your block, do whatever. Like, if you feel comfortable going out, you feel like it's safe for you, there's not a lot of people around, go for a nice walk. Do that. Come back to the house, do another set. And then we'll call it quits, man. This is... This is good stuff. We want to stay healthy. We want to be as strong as we can. This is all about, like... This is all about, uh, increasing our horsepower. I was over at the, uh... At the middle school the other day, and I was just kind of, like, poking around, looking around. I I go there, like, so many times just to get out of, just to get out of the house, and I found this thing, like, way off in the corner of a softball field. It's a piece of, it's a piece of concrete with, like, a handle on the top. My guess is it would be to, like, if you were going to, like, tie down a tarp, like, you didn't want, like, a tarp or, like, a standee to, like, blow away you might tie it to this, but I'm guesstimating this weighs maybe like 100, 130 pounds. It's pretty heavy. It's like, it's like two feet. It's kind of a triangle too. It, it's it's shaped almost like, um, like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a baseball, uh, plate, like the home plate. It's almost like the shape of the home plate, but it has, it has a handle on the top. It might be used to like press out like home plate shapes. I don't know, but it's, it's heavy. And I've been going over there and I, uh, I grabbed the handle and I lift it up off the ground until my back is straight and I deadlift it. I do three sets of five of that. That that really works the muscles in the back of your legs and your buttocks, dude. By the time I come home, I'm just like, I'm aching, it's great. Find find something around you that you can use to do something similar to that. There's things everywhere that you can use for exercise. Find one, do it, horsepower initiative out. Okay, this is me, and we are back. We're gonna we're gonna take it home right about now. But before we do, I um I read the comics that I got in the garage comic shop. This is tomorrow after I recorded that stuff. Like when I was over there the other day with uh with my dude AB Silver. He's he's running the shop right now. Dude's nice enough to keep an eye on that. I I thought when he told me that these three episodes of Moon Knight, written by Brian Michael Bendis from 2011, were uh, collectors items. I thought. I thought he was Joshin, your boy. I thought he was Josh and me, but turns out that like to some degree they are collectible. I uh, I read them and I liked them. They they tied into the uh, to the Bendis Daredevil universe. At One time, Brian Michael Bendis was writing like three or four or five different Marvel books all at once, and he managed to like tie them all together so that if like you just read these, you had like a nice little tight compact um, universe. So I I was into that a lot, and I didn't. I didn't dip into Moon Knight too much. I I picked these up after, like, at the flea market. I do remember that. I got them, like, way after, like, I I was kind of done with all that stuff. But, um, I, I dug them, and I thought that they were, uh, I thought they were pretty good. The dialogue was tight. Um, Moon Knight is crazy, I guess. Moon Knight is, like, a dude that, um, he feels like, he feels like he should be over to, like, a great degree, but dude's kind of, like, a cult like, a cult favorite. He has, like, a great costume and a great name, but I think that, I think that, like, his motivations and his origins and just, like, who he is aren't, like, known, like, by and large by people. So he kind of he floats out there under the radar. I've heard talk of, like, Keanu Reeves playing him in a movie, and I think that would be, like, a nice fit. I think that people would really enjoy that, but I... I like these a lot. I had, I think, three, four, and five. So I decided to go online and see if I could find, like, a trade paperback, like, collecting all of these. And it must have been that, like, these were, like, a short run or, like, one printing or whatever. Because the the trade paperbacks, like, online are, are pretty expensive. Like, the first one I saw sold for, like, 75 bucks. I saw people selling for 70 I saw a bunch listed for like forty, forty dollars, and this is just like a you know a six issue Marvel like paperback, like trade paperback collection. So I, I don't know what the story is behind that. The second one goes for like a lot more than you would expect. I buy um you know like used comic trade paperbacks online all the time, and they're like they're like four or five dollars sometimes, sometimes even less with the the ones that have been like out for. A while. Um, I I don't know. I think I'll I'll keep my eye out for these. Like if I see them, like at a secondhand bookstore or whatever, that's a good place to look for these. Like these, like what may have been interesting at one time Marvel books that people decided to get rid of for for whatever reason. This this bookseller we have downtown called Treehorn buys and sells, uh, used books and they got, they have a pretty good collection of, uh, graphic novels so does, so does Paperbacks Unlimited of course, both are shut down right now but it gives me something to, uh, think about in the future but this was, this was pretty good A.B. Silver pointed me in the right direction with these over at the, uh Icy Robots Garage Comic Shop I, I dug them Brian Michael Bendis, 2011 Moon Knight. In this Moon Knight, um, who's also, he goes by the name Mark Spector, is, like, producing a TV show in Hollywood. And in uh, in his adventures, he bumps into Maya Lopez, who is Echo, who is uh, a favorite Bendis, Bendis character. He may have invented her, for all I know. But in it, like, Moon Knight starts making some moves on her. But the whole time, Moon Knight, who I guess is insane, hears Wolverine... Captain America, and Spider-Man in his head. And they're all, like, giving him advice. The thing is, the advice they give him is pretty solid. Like, Cap gives him advice during a fight, and Spider-Man is, like, you know, just giving him advice about different superhero scenarios. Wolverine is a bit cynical in his head, but they all they all kind of steer him in the right direction, which is which is interesting. So he's crazy, but it seems like he benefits from it. I think at some point he would have to realize that, like, the advice the voice is, is giving him is actually factually coming from within himself already. But this was pretty good stuff. I dug it. I liked it. Uh, I gotta give, gotta give AB a pound the next time I'm over at the, uh, Icy Robots Garage Comic Shop. My house is number one brick and mortar comic shop. It's the, the only one on my street. So I go there a lot. All right, my guys, I'm going to get up out of here. You'll hear from me again. In a couple days, we'll be back. We'll have a pandemic pantry, all kinds of fun stuff. Shout out to Gino Vega At sensational Vega on the tweets, look him up, Geno Vega, Facebook, um, and all that good stuff. So, until we meet again, do the time. Don't let the time do you. Times seem hard right now, but you got to believe things are getting better. Birds are migrating again. Rains are back. Stuff's stuff's getting better. Things are getting better. This has been an IC Robots Radio production. This episode brought to you by MetaHuman Comics, Imperial Valley's best in comic books, action figures, and collectibles. Located at 444 North Imperial Avenue, El Centro, California.